Hey, welcome to Planet Chaos. I forgot to turn the mic on, so you guys got some dead air. Wow. <laughs> That's a first. I've never done that before. How are you doing today, Crystal? <laughs> Let's get back to that. How are you doing? Wow, I'm awesome today. That's good. How are you? Good. I can't believe I was just talking and there was like it, nothing was being picked up because the mic wasn't even on. That sucks. Good job. That's that's why I, I shouldn't take any breaks in between seasons. Just go right to it. Forget what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about President Obama. Yes. He pissed off Bob Woodward. How did he do that? He's uh, he, he's an idiot. <laughs> okay. Well, did you hear did you hear his his recent speech about how? He's become more modest after uh, being in there for four years. Did you yeah, hear about that? Yeah. I did hear that. I, I don't see how the guy's modest. I really don't. He's probably one of the cockiest presidents we've ever had. I don't know. I don't think he's really that cocky. Oh, yeah. The guy, he goes golfing with Tiger Woods. He has parties at his house with Snoop Dogg. He's he's probably one of the biggest party presidents. I don't know. You disagree? I don't I don't disagree, but I don't agree. I don't think he's the biggest. I think his priorities are a little off. You know, I probably would not put him in the category as one of the worst presidents like some people do, no. but he's he's up there. I I don't think he's horrible. I just don't think he's Awesome. He's pretty bad. Not as bad as President Bush. George W. Bush. I don't think you could get much worse than Bush. Reagan. <laughs> Kennedy. Johnson. Reagan. You are a Republican and you didn't like Reagan. Wow, that's blasphemy. Reagan... Sucked. <laughs> he, was, he was just awful. He was. He drove people out of work, drove businesses overseas. Mm -hmm. That's that's just bad. His main focus was... <laughs> and of course then you have Kennedy who, you know, put us in Vietnam. And Johnson who made Vietnam worse. Yeah, he really didn't make it any better. Yeah. Everyone thought that once Johnson got in that the war would be over. No. Are you, are you ready to talk, Karen Fallon? Yes, I'm ready to talk. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I gotta move the mic here. Am I too quiet? I can be louder. You're gonna have to be louder. A lot louder? Just a little Sure. Bit. Talk louder. Hi, everybody. So you want to jump in on the conversation? Um, well... My views are kind of different than yours. We're talking about golfing and Obama. He golfed more in the first two years of his presidency than Bush did in his two terms. And every time Bush golfed or did anything recreational, he got so much shit. For oh, it. Obama does too. Not nearly as much. It's okay. more like a, ooh, look at what he's doing now. You know, Obama, Obama takes way too many vacations. You know, and that's become a trend with politicians lately. Look at Nancy Pelosi when she was Speaker of the House. 
constantly, constantly on vacation. So that that seems to be a trend lately with with politicians going on tons of vacations. Like, you know, look at George W. Bush. He was on vacation the first nine months of his presidency. I I don't know why they feel they need to go on vacation so often. Well, any more with, with politics, if, if you're talking about like the lower level politics, <clears throat> you know, these guys, they, they go into politics planning their next campaign. That's all they do. You know, you, you, you come in as, as mayor, you're planning your next campaign right away. That's what these guys do. And then once they get to, you know, like presidency, then they're setting themselves up for their retirement. What's going to benefit me most after I retire? That's what it's all about with politics today. You know, so, you know, you have guys like George W. Bush, Obama, Clinton, who have based, who basically spent their entire presidency thinking about what's best for them once they retire. Instead of you what's know? best for what they do. Yeah, and the, the one thing that I will give... Bush credit for is after he he left office he has been keeping a pretty low profile you know but at the same time he's still he's still lobbying he, he's not lobbying for anything in the US but he's still lobbying and then you have Clinton who's just everywhere these days even though his health is poor he's been in and out of the hospital Clinton yeah yeah yeah, he has. But, you know, honestly, a, a lot of people like him. I didn't think he was great. I mean, people look at what he did as far as fixing the economy. Yeah, that was great. But at the same time, look at how many jobs went overseas while he was president. You know, which has has really led to a lot of the, the recession that we had during Bush's presidency. Right. You know, kind of started there, but... You know, yeah, we we were doing well economically in the '90s, but it all kind of fell apart later. You know, plus, look at all the small wars that we had. You know, people blame Bush for his wars, which were pretty bad because of the longevity. But you got to remember, Clinton had some wars too. Yeah, and some of Clinton's wars were really just diversionary tactics to get people's mind off his personal business. You, you can't blame him for wanting people's attention to be elsewhere, but there's no reason to really start war over it, you know? I think Bush got more black for his wars because they were more controversial. Well, yeah, obviously, because, you know, people are like, oh, well, Bush Jr.'s going into Iraq, I wonder why. Exactly. You know, yeah. But uh, this week, Obama said that he has the most transparent White House in history. Meaning? Meaning, they're, it's pretty easy to read, there's no secrets. His family life is pretty open. <clears throat> I, I disagree with that, to tell you the truth. I, I think that the Obama administration is hiding more than the Nixon administration was. Oh, obviously. Why? Well, look at when uh, Obamacare came out. You know, they weren't telling us all the details of Obamacare. They still aren't telling us all the details yeah, of and Obamacare. All Nancy Pelosi could say was, <laughs> oh, well, you'll have to read it for yourself. 
Well, no, really? I'm going to sit there and read 480 freaking pages? They were originally saying you have to pass it to find out what's in it. Yeah, that too, yeah. And then they finally put it up online. And it's 480 pages. Who is seriously going to sit there and read 480 pages? Well, the people who were voting on it were bragging about the fact that they hadn't read it. Yeah. I just know that it has immensely screwed up my health care. Yeah, it's, it's up everybody's health care. We're going to be paying for it for 10 years, but we're only going to be using it for six. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the people that it really benefits are the people who have, have health care through their job that they don't have to pay for. Those are the people who benefit from it. Or the people who are collecting welfare and... Well, not necessarily, because um, with Obamacare... It, Obamacare actually raises the poverty level, or actually, no, lowers the poverty level. So people who qualified for government health care before, you know, if you were just teetering on the brink there of getting it, you may not get it now. Unless you have another kid. Huh? Unless you have another kid. Yeah, so that's going to lead to a lot more BS that we really don't need. And, you know, talking about Clinton and, and, you know, how in the news he's been lately, he is really solely responsible for Obama's re-election. If it weren't for Clinton being out there campaigning for him, he probably wouldn't have won. Clinton did do a lot for his campaign. Oh, yeah. And also, did you notice right after his re-election was when Hillary resigned? Who's not? <laughs> Honestly, who's not? Uh, We're all just different levels of crazy. She's setting herself up for her campaign care. in 2016. I, you know, I have nothing against a woman president. I don't think that woman should be president. She's too flaky. Well, if she's not willing to stand up for herself in her marriage, exactly. how is she going to stand up for herself? See, that's exactly what I had said years ago. People are like, oh, you just don't want a woman president. No. She stood by her husband when he was cheating on her public publicly? That's I not a strong leader there. Well, I understand standing with him because he was in a very powerful position and wanting to stand with him through that. But the stuff that he's done since his presidency and how he's continuously dragging her name through the mud practically with his actions, it doesn't show strong leadership qualities in my opinion. Honestly, I would have I would have had more respect for her had she had said, you know what, Bill? I'm done. While he was president, filed for divorce. Oh, see, I think... Clinton would have totally gotten the sympathy off of that. He would have, yeah. But you gotta think and this was after he had already that. gotten reelected. This would have set her up perfectly for her future political campaigns. No way. Oh yeah. No way. Oh yeah, because that shows, like, seriously, who is gonna divorce the president? That shows leadership right there. It, it would have shown leadership. But I think that most of the people who would have voted for her would have seen her as a poor family person because right. she left him. Right, because she didn't know. have strong family values. I, totally I, I think it would show more strong family values I, just because you know he's not respect he's not respecting their marriage by cheating. Right. So she is saying, you know what, if you're not gonna support the family, then not, neither am I. I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm saying what most of America would probably think. Most of the people who would vote for her would probably think, Oh, she left him just because there were some bumps in the road. I'm more, not saying that's how I think. It's more than 
some bumps in the road. <laughs> well, they had some bumps in their pants. I think they would have totally flipped the card on her as far as not being for strong traditional values. Because, okay, let's look at Sarah Palin. How do you guys feel about Sarah Palin? Oh, she's a <laughs> nut job. Total okay. nut job. But, thinking about it for just a second, how much crap did she get for being a working mother and having kids and holding up those traditional values. Everybody flipped it on her and said that she should be home with her family and blah, blah, blah. And I think that they totally would have played that card with Hillary. How dare her not support strong family values and stick She's with her husband. Her yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's my two I think the, the biggest thing with, uh, with Sarah Palin was people looked at her as having a teenage daughter who was pregnant. That was the biggest thing. That was what killed her. Because it was right after McCain had chosen her as a running mate that all of a sudden Bristol Palin's pregnant. See? Like they're just finding out about it as she gets picked as a running mate. See? And so that when people are like, oh, well, you know, she's <laughs> someone who preaches family values and, you know, here's her but daughter getting pregnant. Daughter out of wedlock got knocked up. Yeah. That doesn't help for a Republican candidate no, at all. You don't. My problem with Sarah Palin is I saw her. Yes, the potato guy. And he, he's, he's um, mentally handicapped. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Sarah Palin was asked about her. Uh, Trying to watch my language here. <laughs> she, she was asked about her, her thoughts on foreign relations, and she said, "Well, you can see Russia from my house." <laughs> I never said she was the brightest crayon in the box. I didn't like the way she answered a lot of questions when she was being interviewed. Like she was just trying to play off like I'm pretty, I don't need brains. She she kind of she killed McCain's campaign. She McCain would have won if it weren't for her. She's pretty. She's, she's gorgeous. Pretty. She's beautiful. I mean, she was Miss Alaska at one point. Yeah, she's she's, she's beautiful. Still That's good for her age. She's yeah. in her late 40s. I would do her. But then, like, after the the election was over and everything, now she has a reality show. And what got me was, you know, and I, I caught one episode, and after that I was like, you know, I'm done. This is ridiculous. I didn't even watch it ever. Is it still on? No, it ran for, like, two seasons, and then it was done. But uh, I, I saw an episode. She's sitting on the computer, and here comes her younger daughter with some boy, and they go, like, sneak past her up to her room. I'm like, do you want history repeating itself here, Grandma? I don't understand how she thinks she's going to campaign for president. She plans on it again, yeah. They're, they're looking at her for the Republican nomination. She's such a joke. She made herself into a joke, a novelty. No one's going to respect her. How can you be the president of the United States if you don't have respect? Yeah, but she's probably trying to play the popularity vote, which is exactly what Obama did with going on these talk shows and dancing with Ellen DeGeneres and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what Bill Clinton did when he played sax on, uh, what was it? Arsenio Hall, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of... See, Clinton was the, the point where 
young people started to get into politics. Yeah. Before that, young people didn't care. Then they had like the Rock the Vote, Bill Clinton doing a Q&A on MTV, and you know the Arsenio Hall thing, and you know of course admitting that he has smoked pot. You know, it's, it was about connecting to the younger voters. You know, which was always something that politicians wanted to do, but couldn't. He did more for those younger voters. He probably wouldn't have gotten elected either time. Well, yeah, that that is I good. I like that younger people are starting to get more involved in politics. And don't get me wrong, I don't think Clinton was horrible. He wasn't. I mean, every president has their good qualities and bad qualities. But it seems like, you know, since Clinton, it's been more bad than good. That's that's kind of the point I was trying to bring up, yeah. you know. changing my voter registration between Democrat and Republican depending on who I see that's good in the primary. Why does it matter who you know? you're registered for? Because of who like how you can vote in the primary. Because if you're a registered Republican, you can you only have the Republican primary candidates but to vote you can for some Democrat. You can ask for the other ballot. You have to change your registration to do that. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you have to change your registration to do that because I tried it. You can ask for the other ballot. My stepdad does all of that stuff. The polls and he runs. They told me I had to change my registration. I don't know. I I know that for president, it doesn't matter who you. It doesn't matter who your party is, right? Yeah, for the primaries you have to yeah you have oh. to change your registration in order okay. to get the, the ballot. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm constantly changing like every four years. Depend well, depending on you know who I want to vote for in the primary. You know, like in 2000, I was <clears throat> I was registered as a Democrat, voted for Al Gore in the primary, ended up voting for Bush in the final election. And then uh, 2004, I I really liked Howard Dean. Okay. I liked John Edwards, so I, you know, I kept my registration as Democrat, and I ended up I ended up voting for Howard Dean. Didn't find out until later that he had dropped out of the election two days before that, so my vote didn't count. I did not like John Kerry. I didn't either. I didn't either. And what what really what really secured my vote for him was Edwards as his running mate. You know, but then again, you have a guy who cheated on his wife 
We've all cheated on our wife. It's just a matter of oh, who man. hasn't been publicized about it. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt got busted. His wife found a woman hiding in their closet. Nice. Yeah. Kennedy. Kennedy was busted. Publicly. Publicly. Marilyn Monroe. She was pretty. She was doing all the Kennedys. She was doing all the Kennedys. You know, Monica Lewinsky is very pretty. Okay. The woman that, uh... Kennedy. No, no the <laughs> Clinton was, was banging. She was alright. What was the other, uh... Jones? Jennifer Flowers? No. Paula Jones? Paula Jones. She's yeah, a- ugh. See the schnoz <laughs> on Jennifer Flowers? Jeez. So that was a beast of a woman. Girls, did he have an affair with while he was in the White House? Uh, these were all before he was in the White House. It came out during the '92 election. Yeah, Flowers and Jones were before. Yeah. And then, you know, was during. was during his presidency. Yeah. And you know what's what, what's really funny too? Um, people have been giving uh, Obama a hard time his entire presidency, and even when he was first running, about not having too much experience in, in politics. You know, he won his first election in 2000. But did you know that Bush didn't win his first election until 94? So it's the same amount of time. Less, actually. Obama's a professional campaigner. He didn't spend any True. time in office before he, what was it, Detroit? Chicago? Chicago. Chicago. He got elected in Chicago, and he immediately went on campaigning yeah. for presidency. He spent his first four years in the White House campaigning for his re-election. You know? But that's what politicians have to do now. That's what I was saying earlier. It's all about campaigning, and then, you know, your first four years in office, you're campaigning for your re-election, and then, you know, your next four years, you're, you know, doing whatever's best for you for when you get out. It's not about what's best for the people of this country. That's you know? Sad. Yeah, that's... Well, it's because they have no incentive. Like, they're not risking losing anything if they don't get certain things that they say that are going to be accomplished in their term. There's no penalty for that. Exactly. They still get their wages. Exactly. And they still get their pension. And they get all of it. Yeah. So, okay. And you, you can't even really call it a pension either because they make the same amount after they are done that they made the entire time they were in there. Right. You know? Plus, they've got, like, the different medical. It's, they don't follow the rules. Yeah. So, what do they care what the rules are? They don't apply to them. Exactly. Yeah. It's all about becoming a lobbyist once you get out, too. And You, you know, because you got all these guys that are going, you know, former presidents that are going around and doing these different causes, you know, and it's the same crap that they were doing when they were in office, like a Carter. You know, Carter and his Habitat for Humanity, or, you know, as I call it, Handouts for Humanity. Habitat for Humanity can be a good program, <laughs> if not abused, it, it, like many things are. It, it is, to an extent, but it's like welfare, it's abused. Any kind of institution, anything like that, has flaws. Yeah. Kind of like our electoral system. As Donald Trump said on Twitter this past election. <laughs> That's why you don't tweet before you know the facts, alright? Obama barely won the popular vote. Only three presidents in history 
have uh, lost the popular vote and won the electoral vote. And uh, the one was, uh, of course, the most popular one was the 2000 election. that they release the voting results for the eastern states while the western states are still voting because I think it skews the results. You think so? I do. I don't know. I don't know if it does or not. I don't think there's any facts to support that, but it's a possibility. I don't see how it couldn't. And those poor Hawaiians. <laughs> those poor Hawaiians don't get a say in who's president at all. ones, of course, are California, Texas, Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York. And I think I'm forgetting someone. Well, Is that it? Don't ask me. I think you forgot Florida. I said Florida. Oh. Yeah. Don't ask me. Isn't that Wheezy Jefferson's mom? Florida. Florida. <laughs> you guys never watched the Jeffersons? I might have seen reruns on TV land. Yeah. Someone on, there was a woman on there named Florida, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm actually going to Google that right now. Like a boss. It was a spin-off of All in the Family. It was uh with Edith Bunker's cousin. Um. It's awesome. It's not coming through. God damn it. I don't know if the mic's picking it up. Barely. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not even a minute long, but like it keeps going. You think it's never going to end. Young she was, jeez. What was 
this like was this the seventies, late seventies? I think so. Late seventies. Ran for six seasons? Damn. Uh September of seventy two to April seventy eight. <clears throat> so yeah, that was the seventies. That was a very seventies sounding song. Well, yeah. You know, there are some great TV show theme songs out there that people forget about, too. You have any... You Can you think of any? Adam's Family? I don't know. That's a classic. <laughs> that is a classic. You can't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I'm asking him all week. Give me a heads up. What are we talking about? So I can research. So I don't sound like a moron. I sound like a moron. You don't sound like a moron. You know what I do when we're talking. We make fun of country all the time when he's not here. We make fun of country when he is here. It's I would never say something about someone that I wouldn't say to their, to their face. face. Yeah. I might reword it. To be more <laughs> A little tactful. bit more cute. In fact, yeah. But it would be the same gist. Judy's um Yeah, good old country. I don't have Skype on right now, just for that purpose. That's so not nice. <laughs> Who said I was nice? All right, let's let, let's turn Skype on. See if Country Skypes us. Even though I think that's a bad idea. Why is it a bad idea? Because he's country. You better get used to skyping with him now. He's gonna be skyping all the time when he moves. I'm getting rid of Skype. No, just you're because not. Of yeah, just because of the country, I'm getting rid of Skype. I got FaceTime on my phone, and I can download. Skype. Oh, well, you don't want to give Country your contact information. He already has my contact information. He was supposed to finish fixing my car. And Skype is on. Come on, Country. Did we, is he even listening? <laughs> yeah, he's listening. He better be. He's doing his top five list right now. Let's see. What? Yes, he is. Yay, country! Did you do yours, Brandon? Yes, I did. I'm on top of that stuff, man. I finished mine. I don't know if one of them is part of like, the accounts, but whatever, it's on my list. So we should do a top five list sometime, though, of uh, greatest TV theme songs. Honestly, come on. What, what, one of the greatest? Here's <laughs> a good one. See, there was a show back in the 90s, I think, called Providence. And was it? Hear you? I'm rocking out to the Cheers theme song. Idol. All right, most annoying TV theme song. <laughs> most annoying TV theme song.
That's what I'm talking about right there. What is it? Growing Pains. Oh, that was a classic. That is a classic. Kirk Cameron? Did you ever Come watch on. Growing, pain, growing Pains? A little bit. It was on when I was really young and I haven't watched it since. I think I watched reruns. Like that and Step by Step. And... Oh, I love Oh yeah. Who 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 would have thought back back in nineteen eighty eight that they would wanna end up banging the Olsen twins? Yeah, so how about I I don't think I was very bright when I was younger because I didn't realize <laughs> that they were not that young. Show was on, and I used to watch reruns because you lose sight of actors' actual ages yeah. because you can see them at so many different stages so quickly. Mm-hmm. So when they did like the Mary Kate and Ashley stuff, I was like, "Holy crap, they're really old!" <laughs> they're like your age, aren't they? I don't know. I don't Close. think they're that old, are they? Yeah, I think they're your age. Well, maybe, no, they gotta be younger than. Hey, hey, you know. Yeah, but he's in my age bracket. The Brady Bunch, though. Think of yourself you guys missed that. Okay, I can live with that. We're totally dinging up on your spice age gifts. Yeah, that needs to stop. Banned from the show. Did you guys know actually that the Brady kids sang the Brady Bunch theme song? Oh, I didn't know that. I know the Partridge kids sang the yeah. theme song. Well, they actually did tours and stuff, though, didn't they? I thought that was just for the show. Did they actually do tours? I think they did. Well, they were all musicians anyway. Well, I know the Monkees was supposed to be just for the TV show, and then they became a real band. You know what's sad, though, is I remember, and yeah, I'm showing my age here, but I remember watching these shows in reruns in like the early and mid-80s, and they were still like fairly like fresh off of the what air. What do you mean early to mid-80s? I mean, early you had to be like mid to late eighties at the no. very earliest. No, because in my house we didn't watch a whole lot of kids stuff. It was like whatever my dad wanted to watch. Cause we only had one TV, so if my dad wanted to watch the Monkees or the Brady Bunch, or I loved the Monkees. San Francisco Forty Nine ers games. That's what we watched. See, I was lucky. The kids totally ran the TV. Oh, there. You know, I actually have both seasons of the monkeys. It, you know, it's a good show. It's it's good. So my daughter's listening to the show right now. Is she? Yes, she is. Uh oh. Yep. Hi, Elizabeth. <laughs> hi, Elizabeth. <clears throat> so she said hi. So, have to acknowledge my baby. Sorry. Thank um, you for that. I remember a, a time when uh, Happy Days was on several times throughout the day. I remember that too. Anymore, you can't find Happy Days on TV. 
I always like that show. Yeah, I don't even think it's on New Zealand, really. I like, see, I like TV land. Like, during the day, they play the really old stuff, like Bewitched. Um, yeah, but sometimes... My Three Sons was, was one of my favorites. Uh, the Patty Duke show. I know that TV land plays I Love Lucy in the early morning. I was never a fan of Lucy. Alfred Hitchcock presents. When I was little, I used Good to watch stuff. Tales from the Crypt and. Um, I like Tales from the Crypt. I still watch Tales from the Crypt. I used to watch Goosebumps. That was like the scariest I could handle because I'm such a nerd. I didn't like Goosebumps. I thought it was for kids. It was for kids. Yeah, but I, I thought I didn't think I was a kid. I devoured their books. <laughs> I read the books, but I only read them because I wanted to know what people were talking about. I used I to. Oh, wow. Or the alternate ending books wow. where you could decide where the book goes. You guys you know are going mean? to be jealous like of Country's Top 5 mm. lists. For which one? No, both of them. All right, Country, you, you kind of suck then. <laughs> you probably just Googled Top 5 Adam Sandler movies and Top 5 novelty songs. I went through his whole filmography and had a top time rating them. Yeah, that's what I did. I like Googled Adam Sandler movies just to see. I, I know what I like when it comes to Adam Sandler. that I didn't even realize he did. Like what? Like, he was in Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. I told you that yeah. this week. Did you know he I, was in I that? I've never seen it. It's so. so cute. I don't think I've ever seen it either. We actually, yeah, I went to see that at the movies. A whole slew of kids. I think there were, there were five children. That's And I am the nerd who danced up and down the aisles after the movie was over. Just because my kid, kids had fun. I'll do anything for my kids as long as it keeps them happy. Well, almost anything. <clears throat> I don't go to the theater that often. I don't know. I, I just went to the theater uh, a month and a half ago now. See the guilt trip. It was the first time I'd gone to the theater since... Was that uh, a month ago? Around that time, yeah. But, uh... First time I'd gone to the movie theater since Fred Claus in 2007. I think the time I went before that was Wedding Crashers. I think I might have actually seen Dukes of Hazard around the same time I saw Wedding Crashers. I used to go a lot. When I was a teenager, I used to go all the time, but now it's just, it's so expensive, and then you have, you know, idiot kids there acting like morons. I knew somebody who would always, like, I don't know how he did it, but he'd always win free tickets. Like, listening to something, he'd be like, hey, I got free tickets to a movie. 
You know, my, my sister, my little sister worked at the movie theater for several years, and I probably could have gone, like, all the time if I wanted to for free, and I just never took advantage of that. Concerts, do you? you know, it's different with concerts. Really? It's different with concerts. I prefer outdoor venues and festival concerts. Yeah. Because I can get out. Um, I just recently, uh, last year, I went to go see Rammstein. Cool. Um, at the Q in Cleveland. And I was fine. The whole concert had a blast. Probably the best concert I've ever seen. Until very end, I got really close to the mosh pit, and I was going to go in, and then some guy, like, came up behind me and was, like, all up on me, and I started to have a panic attack, uh, so I had to go out, and I was listening to a concert from the hall, and then I went back to when I called him. <laughs> I saw 311 and Sublime with Rome, yeah, in Pittsburgh, it was an awesome stinking show, but I knew I was getting way too old when I left third row center of the floor because the mosh pit was crushing me. Oh my gosh, 311 is my favorite game. Absolutely, I love 311. And Sublime was wrong. Oh. I had always wanted to see Sublime, but... Not a big oh. fan of either. <gasps> Stop talking. <laughs> love Sublime. Sublime. I used to do karaoke with Rosa to Sublime all the time. Sublime, um, the self-titled Sublime was like greatest hits. Yeah, yeah. My aunt, my mother, and I would highlight our hair, and it was a tradition to always play that CD from front to back while we were highlighting our hair. That's awesome. So every few months, we would play all the way through while we were doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I just, I don't know, I can't get into the reggae thing. Can't I, do I, it. Can't I get into the reggae thing. It all sounds the same to me. All, I don't think, I don't know. They're not like reggae. They have reggae elements. They have some songs. I mean, I could get in. I could get into Three Eleven's more heavier stuff. And I like the the heavier stuff. Amber, Amber's my all-time favorite. I like the heavier stuff that they do with the rap vocals. I can't stand Nick Hexum's voice. Oh my god, Nick Hexum! It's annoying. Are you kidding me? It's annoying. The thing that was weird about seeing them in concert is like. They're older, and like, they were in like dress shirts and bla- I'm like, what the hell are you doing? It's just wrong. Can you imagine them from their days back in the 90s when they were wearing skater pants? I know, when you see like their music videos, and then to see them in concert, you're like, you're like a 40-year-old rapper, that's kind of odd. But they still rock, they put on an awesome, awesome show. I ended up leaving early though, and I found a shirt. I found a Sublime shirt. Um, Somebody had, like, we were all being smushed together, and I'm like, hold on, there's something on my feet. And I grabbed it, and it was a shirt, and I'm like, score! <laughs> so, to sorry to whoever lost a shirt. What? I used to have Sublime Honey because one of my friends went to a concert, and they brought me back a hoodie, but it was like an extra, extra large. I love the only one left. So. I actually, yeah. Uh, I, when I go to shows, I kind of get all trashy. <coughs> because that's how you get stuff. And uh, I went to Jägermeister tour in California, um, and 
<coughs> Slipknot was playing and Chimera was playing and I was super stoked about seeing Chimera. Chimera's awesome. And I was in this itty bitty teeny tiny skirt and these humongous shoes and after the show was over I like begged the merch guy for the last Slipknot hoodie that he had. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. And I did the twirl my hair around my finger, please, pretty please, and he ended up taking it off of the display and selling it to me. I was super stoked. And now this one stole it. <laughs> so. That's what happens. Yeah. See, when I go to concerts, I learned my lesson. I dressed up once, and it was a bad idea. My feet hurt so bad because oh. I was in heels, and I had a skirt on like that with the knee high. <laughs> Trapped. Trapped. Shine down. Yeah. yeah I, I went to go see Trapped, and I had on one of my friend's sister shirts that matched my socks and yeah. a pair of huge heels, and I regretted it. So ever since then, I've been wearing t-shirts and jeans and tennis shoes, something comfortable, so that if I get into the pit, see, I'm not gonna be. I won't do the pit. I refuse to do the pit. Oh, I love it. I like to crowd surf. Like like that time you crowd surfed right down to the stage yes, and yes, yes. hugged Violent J? Yes, I did, and he pushed me, and I still made him hug me. He was very irate, but I totally got He wasn't happy about it. I don't care. You messed up his mojo for the night. <laughs> the first time I ever crowd surfed was Bad Religion at Warped Tour. Uh, I went to Warped Tour in California. It was like the year that Foggy Molly and Dropkick Murphys and like all of them were there. And I got so sick, and it was like so dusty and stuff. It was horrid. But I had a blast with my friend Ashley. I the last time I crowd surfed was at an MSI concert, and for some reason there were these little girls, these little teeny bopper girls, and I went over top of them and they dropped me, and <gasps> my arm got stuck on someone because they were trying to hold me up still. Yeah. And I hate that. That's the it worst. Got popped out of the socket, and ever since then, my right shoulder blade has been fucked up. The best. Messed up. <laughs> the best, best, best shows to crowd surf at are Cottonmouth King shows. I'm sorry, I don't care. They're the best. I had so much Jeez. fun at Cottonmouth King shows. I don't want to hear King. it. Cottonmouth King. All right, we're gonna take a quick musical break. Musical Play, break. Yeah. Liar. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna do some music. We're trying to slowly phase out the music that we play on the show. But right now, here's Katy Perry with Wide Awake. That was uh, Will I Am and uh, Britney Spears. Scream and shout. My mom calls Britney Spears spit in my beer. <laughs> nice. That's her nickname for Britney Spears. Most people call her sit on my face. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't either, knew. Uh-uh, no. Mm -mm. Not, not after Justin Timberlake's been there. As we all know his penis has been in, mostly in dudes' butts. I, I like crazy women, but no. Britney Spears is... You, you draw the line at shave your head crazy? Yeah. According to George Lopez, Britney Spears is the first woman to make female area look bad. Yeah, that does make sense. I'd say Paris Hilton probably close second there. Oh. Alright, so in case you guys haven't noticed, we have a guest in the house tonight. 
Fallon. No, it's Nikki. Nikki. The other Nikki's not here. I'm Nikki. Well, she she'll be on here in the future. So we're gonna try oh, to. Thanks. You know, we 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 want to avoid confusion here. Continuity. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You're an... <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Where are you from? I live in Poland. Um, I that's that's up. where the Pope's from, Poland. <laughs> the former Pope now, because he retired. We'll get into that here in a little bit, though. I grew up in Los Angeles, so I apologize if you have to deal with my valley sound. I'm trying to behave. Um, <clears throat> I moved here when I was 15. I graduated from Fitch. I worked at Hot Topic, and I met Brandon at Hot Topic when I was 17. Yeah, we've known each other about a decade now. A decade. See, that makes it sound longer than if I were to say 10 years. Yeah. He went to my high school graduation and still has the invitation. It's in my scrapbook. Hey, I actually have a picture. I thought it was hilarious. Um, now I have a five-year-old daughter. And I'm an engineering assistant for a manufacturing company. And I work weekends at a country club. That's me in a nutshell. What else you want to know? So are you uh, single, dating anybody? <laughs> no, I'm not single. Okay. Boyfriend, girlfriend, um, husband, wife, domestic partners. <laughs> really? <laughs> we, we wouldn't know your story here. Hey, I had to go through all this. This is bull. I know. Well, let's see. I'm dating the radio host. Oh, you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who knew, right? <laughs> Um, and well, I know you. I know you like to put out there. I know you like telling the 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 fairy tale story. So why don't you tell the listeners the fairy tale story? <gasps> oh my God! Really? Yes. Okay. So how far back am I going? When we met, I guess. Am I blushing? I feel like I'm blushing. A little Dear bit. Dear God. Yeah. Um. All right. So I worked at Hot Topic. And this guy used to come in with his friends, and I guess one of his friends liked me, and he decided that he was going to get to me before his friend did. So he invited well, me. Well, let, let's be honest here for a second. Uh, you are way out of dude's league. All right, That's I'm not, not going to call. Very I'm, nice. I'm, I'm not, not going to call anybody. him out on the air. I don't know if he listens or not, but you, you're you're way out of his league. That's not nice. I'm not too good for anybody. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. Anyway. Yeah. You, my dear, asked me to an ICP show. I totally did. <laughs> let, okay, show let me get this the straight. The guy who liked me wanted you to take with him. All right, let let, let me put this out there here real quick though. I was not a fan. Yes, I was doing yes, it for you work. Don't lie, don't lie. I was doing it for work. No, I make fun of Alyssa for banging a, a juggalo. <laughs> See. I wasn't a fan, but I had free tickets because I was reviewing the show. Plus, Two Live Crew was touring with them, and I really wanted to see Two Live Crew. That was kind of like the highlight of the show for me. So continue. Anyway, I wore my ICP stuff, and this particular friend who liked me, which I didn't even know he liked me, knew that I liked ICP and threw it out there. So Mr. Brandon viewed it as his opportunity. And he asked me to go to the show. And we hung out a couple of times before the show. Then we went to the concert. And I made a complete ass out of myself because I'm good for that. And uh, then we hung out a couple more times. But nothing happened. 
Mr. talks I, about. I, I was being a gentleman that, yeah. that time period of my life. Yeah. He spits mad game, but he was really shy. Just throwing it out there. I actually wasn't shy. I just... You didn't try... Well, okay. Never, I, I just that never back. made a move. You at... He tried to kiss me twice. But he was drunk. And I, I was no. ridiculously drunk both times. I said no. Um, and then I ran away with the carnival. She totally ran away with the carnival. <laughs> After I graduated from high school, I kind of hit that woohoo, I'm 18 and I'm independent, so I'm going to go be a ride carny. And I did that the summer after I graduated from high school, and we hung out once when I got back. And I guess now I know I kind of broke your heart. You did. Yeah. You're the only one who made tell the story. Kind of makes me look like an ass. <laughs> um, and I moved away, and I was engaged. That's why I moved away. And things kind of sucked, and I made a big round trip back to Youngstown. And we hung out once when I moved back in 05. And I think that was the second time you tried to kiss me. Yeah, I was really drunk. Really drunk. And I still said no. And then we never saw each other. And you know this part better than I do. Yeah, yeah. We reconnected through Facebook. Yes. You know. I can call her out. I can totally put her name out there. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So. I don't know if she listens, but go ahead. Well, hopefully. I posted enough <laughs> links. Anyway, um, he told me after we met up that he had been looking for me. And uh, he saw me posting on my friend Patrice's wall. And he did some investigating. And he found out that I was who he thought I was. And he sent me a friend request. And we started talking immediately. And that was, what, Friday, January 11th? And I told him I was going to come see him after I got off of work. And I came out to the skunk and I met up with him. And the second I saw him, I kind of freaked out inside, but I tried to play it cool on the inside. And when he hugged me, I didn't want to let go. And we've kind of been inseparable ever since. Kind of. Fairy tales. <laughs> yeah, it's a Facebook fairy that's, tale. That's like, uh, that whole story is not good for my image. I know. Good that's Lord. why I was surprised you wanted me to say I, it. I probably should have kept. Looking should, for me. Probably should have kept that one hidden. I recorded that song just for you. <clears throat> the one that got away. Yeah, I recorded that one for you. Before you found me. Yeah, yeah. A year before I found you. Yeah. I don't. I don't normally put my personal business out there like this. Why did this you? Is, ask this is like new territory it? for me. Unless I'm banging an 18 year old, then I put it out there. I'm not 18. Yeah. Well, you I'm were about then. About 10 years away from 18. <laughs> you were then. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, but you weren't banging me. <clears throat> true. True. Wouldn't even hold my hand. Never even saw you with a bandana on until I went to the. I bus. I think that's bull because I I wore bandanas. No, a lot. you never wore life. a bandana. Never I've ever. Always worn bandanas. Nope. It's become like my trademark. Actually, I'm not even wearing one right now. It's very bizarre for me. You put one on my ankle today. I did. So, we uh, we got through the first photo shoot for the calendar. Yay. Things are actually starting to look up for the calendar right now. We're uh, looking at an October release. The Girls of Chaos calendar. Uh, we're planning the release party right now. I am searching for a venue. 
And then I'm going to book a date. I'm going to get it done. Very good. Very, very excited about that. Can't wait. Since this is like a, a year-old project now. Oh, look at that. We got a phone call. What up? Don't you have to give it a minute to load? Oh, dear Lord. Hi, country. I, I got to turn my video off. I can't hear you, country. Technical difficulties. I see him smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he is. I can't hear you, man. Do you have your mic muted? Unmute your mic. Jeez, this guy. Can he even hear us? Yeah, he just said, hold on. Say something. We can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you, man. He could just call and go on speaker. No, I, I can't hear you, man. Nothing. Hi, Brittany. That wasn't Brittany. I think that was oh, his dad. Sorry. Was that your dad back there? <laughs> Who was that? Who is that? He's laughing. Oh, that's definitely not Brittany. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't hear anything, so yeah. you know, we're like doing a play-by-play -play here. I feel like I'm... <laughs> I feel like I should be calling a NASCAR race here. Um, so country's moving the, the, the computer over a little bit. So I, oh, he flipped me off. Good Lord. He's laughing. He's laughing. He's got a monstrous goatee going on. A little bit of cowlick over here on the, uh, the left side of his head. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Did you just wake up? Look, he doesn't look very happy. He doesn't. We can't hear you. We can't hear you. <laughs> Why does he keep talking? Why do you keep talking knowing that we can't hear you? I don't understand how this could be entertaining. So. He's, uh, we have no idea what he's doing. Hey, I'm hanging up since I can't hear you. Peace. <laughs> At least he gave a thumbs up before he just connected. He did. <laughs> Jeez. He probably heard us making fun of him. That's why he's like, ah, you know what, I gotta... I call I'll these fools, defend, defend myself. Poor country. <clears throat> yep. I guess I shouldn't say poor country. He's excited about his new endeavors. Yeah, yeah. It should be. And uh, we got to see his dad and all of his uh, dastardly handsomeness. And his dadness. He looks just like his dad, doesn't he? See, I couldn't tell. He does. I should take my contacts out. You see out where he gets those uh, redneck looks. good looks from? Redneck good looks. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh. Uh, redneck we, we, good looks. I'm sorry. We, that we, sounds funny. We have fun here. We really do. So, you were talking about the Pope. The Pope. Yeah, the Pope resigned this week. Well, he resigned, like, what, last week, and this week was his last day. And... Did you see the Facebook picture of the Pope holding a sign? Well, obviously it was doctored, but it said, Obama, if I can do it, you can do it. Oh. <laughs> did you, did you did you see my Yoda picture? I know. The, the Pope. <laughs> I've seen that. Yoda for Pope. Like five of my friends have 
friends posted that. Yeah, of course they did. <clears throat> My friends post stupid stuff. Most of it's not political. I I post some political stuff. Ron. Ron blows up my Facebook with political stuff. My friend Mark. He was a good guest. Mark, if you're listening. Oh, me and Ron don't always see eye to eye on politics, but there's some stuff we agree on. He's like hardcore liberal. Mark, if you're listening, you blow up my Facebook with political pictures. It's because he's black. <laughs> he's not actually black. He, d he doesn't act black, that's yeah. for sure. He's the whitest gay. I act more black than he does. Jeez. Yeah, but he spends a lot of time in Cortland, though, and, you know, that's, like, Yuppie Central over there. Yes. <laughs> I go hardcore Chicano when I get mad. I'm half Mexican, so, like, my Mexican comes out when I get pissed. It's kind of funny. I try to, like, I do the head thing and the don't even mess with me, and I go all chica. The only time oh, I've yeah? Yeah. ever gotten to see that side of me is when I was really angry. I can't do ghetto. That's the only time it comes out. I go body all. Because I'm... I'm pacey white. <laughs> I get I, I, I get ghetto when I when I'm recording my rap songs, which I just started working on one last night. But if I get really really mad, I will go a little ghetto. It's a little strange. <laughs> I get like a hundred percent body out. I get totally made fun of because I grew up in like La Puente, like so it's like Mexican version of Youngstown. Mm -hmm. So it's quite humorous when I go all chica. So, and I hope I don't offend anybody by those terms. Whatever. Uh, I don't you, think you'll offend anyone. You're Mexican. You're allowed to say those things. <laughs> it's not like you're saying yes to Yeah, I'm a Mexican valley. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. Hey. What? I Let's that see. Word was, um, I don't know if that, that's not a band word. Stop it. Not. Don't. Don't go there. <laughs> I can call myself a Dago if I want to. So I can call myself a man. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's not use to rock towards, <laughs> towards ethnicities. That's my season. I am a man. Whatever. At least I'm not as bad as Pauly D. Irish. Oh. Okay, okay so in. you want to talk about something weird? Okay. I am... Okay, I already confirmed that I am a Mexican Latina. Or I am a Mexican Valley girl. With a red green-eyed kid. That's weird. Country. Oh, he's trying to come back, and we still can't hear him. Why can't I hear you, man? Let's try this. Oh, hey, there it goes. I got you. Hey. Got me this time. I got you. We can hear him. Sweet. What's up? We were talking about red-headed, or what was it, redneck, what? Redneck good looks. <laughs> Which I think is an oxymoron. I, I called your dad a dastardly handsome guy. <laughs> oh boy. I, I, I had to put on a headset. You could probably so sense the sarcasm in that. What? What? I didn't say anything. What'd you just say? So could you sense the sarcasm in that? Oh yeah. You guys look like you just got back from a race. You guys checking out some NASCAR today? No. No? Did you go, did you go, uh, were you, were you, were you plowing the field? What? <laughs> did you, did you milk all the cows? Oh, yeah. Good boy. Gotta make sure those udders don't have any milk left. <laughs>
Did you hear my dad? No. He said, what's up? Hi, Hi Kevin. <laughs> Who was that? Was that... Was that Brittany? Yes. Hi, Brittany. Wait, was she Hi, wearing a robe? No, she was in a t-shirt. That, no, that looked like a hotel robe. No. Was that a hotel robe? No. What did you just get done doing? That was, a, that was her white jacket. Okay, see? White shirt. Closer than a robe. Whatever. It looked like a hotel robe, but it, I, it was so fast, I, I couldn't tell. I do that all the time, country. Don't shake your head. <laughs> Well, I'm Nikki, we, Nikki we know what Brandon wants to do later. What? What? <laughs> I, said, I said, Nikki, we know what Brandon wants to do later. Keep a G. Did you enjoy that country? Oh yeah, definitely. That should be my theme song for every time I come on. Alright, I'm having a problem with my connection here, so I'm going to have to get off of here, alright? country Whoa, that was crazy. Whoa. <laughs> Skype has a uh -huh. mind of its own. Wow. That was some And the Beverly Hillbilly's theme song is still going. All right, it's over. All right. Jeez. That was some creepy warping of the picture. Yeah, it looks kind straight of straight from uh, the suburbs of Columbus. Now does he does his dad like live in a on a farm? And stuff? No, no, we were just making fun of rednecks. Oh, oh, okay. So that's what we do here on Planet Chaos. You shouldn't make fun of people. It's all in. Just... It's all in good fun. He totally just gave me a, what the heck's uh, wrong with you I guys? Know. I make fun of people for a living. What in the world? I make fun of everyone, including myself. Mostly myself. The only person I make fun of is myself. If you can't tell, I refer to myself as a nerd all the time. <clears throat> Which I get in trouble for. I've, I, I've done roasts before. Those are fun. You've done what? Roasts. Really? Yeah. It's not very nice. It's fun. It is fun. <laughs> I totally fun. couldn't do it. Like and I, you know, you only roast the ones that you respect. I watched a roast <laughs> once and I felt so mortified for the person who was being roasted I had to turn it off. Who was it? I don't remember. It was like on Comedy Central. The Charlie Sheen one's the by far the best. That was pretty I never, good. I didn't see that one. I don't know who it by was. By far the best. Who were they roasting when Norm MacDonald got up and was like completely out there? When he was like reading the paper like the entire time. Yeah, and his jokes were was all that, um, purposely not funny. Is that uh, Hasselhoff? It Maybe. might have been Hasselhoff. I don't know. Um, but I don't know. Mike Tyson at the Charlie Sheen roast was <laughs> hilarious. All right. I think the only one I ever saw, like we were talking about early shows before, 
Um, all in the family. Who's the kid? He was the son that was married, and all in the family. The son-in-law. Uh, it was yeah. uh, was that Rob Reiner or Carl? Yeah, Rob, Rob Reiner. Reiner. Carl, Carl Reiner is the old man roast. in the wheelchair. Yeah. I watched his roast. Part of it. Ooh, he got roasted. It was a long time ago. I was like, what could you do? Maybe. Make fun of him for being a hardcore liberal? That's about all they could do. Mm-hmm. He's like hard. He's like hardcore into the whole anti-smoking thing. I don't understand how people can take such great pleasure in watching somebody else be humiliated. Oh, you know, you're pointing out, these are people who, you know, who make fun of people for a living. You know, like Larry the Cable Guy. They roasted him. He makes fun of people for a living. I can't do it. He does. I usually only pick on people I like. You only pick on people you like? Yeah. Nah, I'm mean to people I like. Yeah. It's fun. I don't know. Maybe my, th- my skin's not thick enough for that. So tonight is the uh, series, pre- the season premiere for the Celebrity Apprentice. And you know what? I I watched it last year. It's the first time I've ever watched like anything like that. I watched it just because Dee Snyder was on it. I'm like huge Twisted Sister fan. So is London. Right? So yeah, yeah. My my uh, soon to be five year old. <laughs> He's also a huge Twisted Sister fan. But, yeah, I watched it for Dee Snyder last year, and he he messed up his finger bad on an episode. Fell off a horse. Oh, wow. Yeah. He'd have several surgeries. And Lisa Lampanelli was actually on there, too. And I think uh, <laughs> Scott Bayo or someone cheesy from the 80s was on there, too. So I totally looked up Lisa Lampanelli after you were oh, talking she's about hilarious. her and her mouth. Oh, she's oh, hilarious. Oh, my lord, she is raunchy. I love yes, her. she is. I like. I'm you know, her, rushing, her rushing mouth her. makes her more attractive. That is insane. I know she cusses like a sailor. And turns it's not me even on. like the fact that she cusses. Like nothing is off limits to her. Like I was listening to her. She did this whole stand-up thing, talking about everybody in the audience, and I'm like, holy crap! How can you get away with that? You know, she's not an attractive woman. But when she starts like talking and like saying all those dirty words, I'm like, man, Lisa, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Guys wanting a lady. I want a lady on the streets and a freak in the sheets. Who you can tell everybody that she's a freak in the sheets? Yeah, sure, why not? No, that's not a lady. You say it to a few close friends anyway. <laughs> so, anyways, Celebrity Apprentice, Gary Busey's gonna be on there. Who's Gary Crazy old man. We're talking bat crap crazy. Yeah. This guy's nuts from? out of his mind. Um, did you ever see the Buddy Holly story? No. Damn. Um, no. The Stephen King movie, Silver Bullet. Don't watch Stephen King. Okay. Movies. Black Sheep. I don't with Chris Farley oh, and, and David seen Spade. I've never that, but I know what oh. it is. Well, he was the crazy military guy that kept chasing around David Spade. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, what else? <laughs> um, I can't think of Jake Busey is his son. Looks just like him, and he's a little crazy himself. Okay. Tom Not Katz. Crazy. Tom What's Katz. His name that was again? Gary, Gary Busey. What's B-U-S-E-Y. He's he's nuts. He's out of his mind. And he's but I'm telling you, I I would love to see a movie, like a Lethal Weapon sort of movie with. Freaking Gary Busey and Charlie Sheen, like two like crazy out of their mind cops. Why don't you 
don't you just throw throw Nick Nolte in there? No, Nick Nolte's not that entertaining anymore. <laughs> but he's uh, he's crazy. And you you could always have Robert Downey Jr. as as the captain, or uh, what's his name from Horrible Bosses. Oh, what's his name? The guy from Horrible Bosses was the boss, the kid, the cokehead. Oh. Oh, he was, he's an Irish guy, but his voice is ridiculously annoying. Uh, Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin Farrell. Is that his name? Yeah. He's got like the really bad comb over. He used to be attractive and now he's not. I don't know, he's got a really bad comb over and he's got a really annoying voice. He doesn't have an annoying voice in his older movies. I, I saw a movie with him. This is like the first movie I ever saw with him where he's in the phone booth, like the whole movie. Oh, yeah. And there's like a bomb in the phone booth or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. I, don't know. I just saw no, like part of it. If he like, leaves oh. the phone booth, they're going to blow something up. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Like, it's called phone booth. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I, I saw bits and pieces of it. I'm like, this guy's voice. I can't take it. I never saw the movie. I remember the previous It was like he was, he's this Irish guy or what is he, Irish or yeah, something Irish. like that? But like he's trying to have like a New York accent. It's just horrible. He, but he in Horrible Bosses, in Horrible Bosses, like he sounded pretty good, like with his American accent. The only movie so I don't know. that I've ever seen Colin Farrell in that I liked was this indie flick called A Home at the End of the World. Oh, I've never even heard of that. That's a weird movie. And most people are probably out there going, really? That's all you know Colin Farrell from is horrible bosses? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Don't watch a whole lot of... Uh, I, I guess he's, he's done a lot of chick flicks, hasn't he? Um, he's like this huge... like The one from Phone Booth? Yeah, and he's done like a lot of chick flicks. Uh, no, 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 like the romantic comedy yeah, stuff. See, I don't, I don't watch a whole lot of that. I don't watch Unless Bradley Cooper's there. in it, because I like, I like Bradley Cooper. I don't even know who he's, he is by name. The Hangover? Yeah. Yeah, I never saw The Hangover. Wedding Crashers. Nope. Damn. <laughs> he was pretty funny in, uh, oh, what was that movie with Dax Shepard? I don't know. Um, what's his name again? Bradley Cooper. Hit and Run. Brad, Bradley Cooper played this wigger with, with dreadlocks. It was pretty funny. I think I looked him up before. You've mentioned Bradley him Cooper. Yeah. yeah, he's a damn good actor. Damn good actor. I like he did another movie too, where he was like uh, he was like a cameraman for a, a news show, and Sandra Bullock was like obsessed with him, and she was like following him all over. That what? sounds familiar. I think I might have seen part of yeah. whatever that is. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it was a pretty funny movie. And Sandra Bullock isn't really all that entertaining anymore. Sandra Bullock is gorgeous. She's all right. She is gorgeous. She's all right. She looks a little bit like Terry Hatcher. But I think Terry Hatcher is way prettier. I think my favorite Sandra Bullock movie is Practical Magic. The Miss Congeniality movies oh, are my favorite. People, I'm sorry. People are going to hate me for saying this. She hasn't done anything worth a damn since Speed. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> See, the net was alright. That was like the first time most but people even heard of the internet. But that was after Speed. Or the before net? Speed. Was it? I think so. She was pretty good in Love Potion number nine. Oh, I like that one. She did good in Twenty Eight Days. That was that was actually a pretty good movie. But the only reason I watched it was because of that uh, that one guy from the, the show Yes, Dear. I, um, what the hell is his name? Mike O'Malley. He talks about putting his phone on vibrate. It sounds like Santa Claus is coming to visit. That's like uh, some sort of uh, horror movie sound. Sounds like Jingle Bells. I got your Jingle Bells right here.
Keep it G. That's not that actually G regulation. Can't, people can't see what I'm doing right now. You just brought it up that people could see what I'm doing. Okay, so we're going to look up Sandra Bullock. Dis blah, 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 dis not discography. Filmography? Filmography, that one. To see when... I think the net might have been like the year after Speed or something like that. But anyways, that was like most people first time they ever even heard of the internet. Well, movie. when was Strangeland out? Because that was all Strangeland? about Strangeland. Yeah, that was all about the internet. That too. was like two thousand ninety nine, something like that. But wasn't that about the same time? Hmm. No, and that was like ninety four, ninety five, something like that. Really? Yeah, I I saw it at the drive in with uh, the mask. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, talk about old. <laughs> I was little when the mask came out. Yeah. Oh, son of a mother. It's a good Jim Carrey movie. He hasn't really done a whole lot since, and that was good. Ugh. Country just said, oh my god, really? Eternal Sunshine and number 23. For what? For Jim Carrey movies. Oh. Jim Carrey's not that great of an He's actor. weird putting him in, like, non-comedic roles. Like, kind of like Robin Williams. Like, Robin Williams is creepy as hell oh in a real gosh. movie. Was what was that uh, one hour photo or whatever it was called? That the creepiest called? thing I've ever seen. How that about, and World's Greatest Dad. How about him in... Um, Jack was kind of a creepy movie. Yeah, but that was... What Dreams creepy. May Come. That movie made me want to slit my wrists. You want, you want to talk about... <laughs> you, you, well, you want to talk about a, uh, a comedic actor that's awkward in non-comedic roles? You should check out Jason Lee in uh, Vanilla Sky and... Uh, Dreamcatcher. It's been a long time since I've seen either of those movies. He he like he wasn't even like supposed to be a creepy role in in Vanilla Sky, but he was he was very creepy. The net was out in ninety five. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Speed I saw it with the mask. Was ninety four. There you go. I don't know. Talking about weird people. Comedians doing dramas, but Adam Sandler, since he's one of our. Topics. Well, you know, yeah, we're actually gonna get to the list here in a minute because it's like, we're, yeah. Funny people about halfway through the movie. I haven't seen it. Yet. Um, it's such a weird. So movie. Funny people's a really good movie though. No, it's weird. It's really good though. Like, it's, um, it's creepy. <laughs> I like creepy. F Facebook and it's face. <laughs> that was. The best line of the whole movie. James Taylor stole the line. <laughs> you don't remember that? I was that for the MySpace thing. Yeah, the MySpace thing. Yeah, I remember it. Didn't he write all the jokes that Adam Sandler was yeah. supposed to tell, and then yeah. he ended up telling them all because that was all the material yeah. he had? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's an odd movie. It's really good, but there's <laughs> Eminem going off on Ray Romano. Oh my god. You remember that part? No, I'm sorry. Oh I said once. <laughs> Eminem like going it. off on Ray Romano. It, like, I, the first time I saw it, I laughed so hard I was in tears. Eminem was in that yeah. yeah. So was Ray Romano. <laughs> there was like, Jack White was in it. Really? Yeah. I love that. Well, you know that um, Adam Sandler covered that Beatles song, Real Love, mm -hmm. for that movie with the Rakana Tears. Oh. And they actually play it together in the movie. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Figured you'd know that, hipster queen over here. I am not a hipster. Okay. Jeez. Country, 
you better shut, shut your fingers. <laughs> He's, I, I could see him like, like super speed typing right uh, now. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Did he really just pop up? <laughs> okay. He, he told... <laughs> He said don't cross the line for FCC regulations. See, see, he's probably talking about you with the Jingle Bells. <laughs> he was, too, actually. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but anyways, Adam Sandler, like, uh, dramatic roles. Rain Over Me was probably the best. I don't know him in any other role other than, like, the comedy ones. It was, uh, funny people. He, he lost his family on 9-11, and he's just, his life has gone downhill, and it's got uh, Don Cheadle in it. He's his best friend, and you know I meant to watch that. It's really so interesting. Funny. Then you have Punch Drunk Love, which was kind of stupid. I kind of liked it. It wasn't my favorite. <laughs> Country said R two. <laughs> Whatever. Three rows, four rows. There's, that, yeah, there's, there's, there's a, lot, there's a, a lot couple of rows. Yeah. I am not a hipster. You are. Thank you very much. So. All right, so we're gonna get we're gonna get to the top five. Okay. And then we're going to play some music. First? Huh? Which one are we doing first? We're going to do the top five novelty songs. Yay. <laughs> Who's going first? Um, countries, because he's not here. Countries. So Alyssa sent her list. Yeah. We're, uh, we are not actually going to say countries and Alyssa's on the air. We're just going to put them on the website. What? Why? Yeah. Why? Because we don't have time for that. We don't have time. <laughs> we don't have time. We don't have time. We Trust have me. until... 10. Yeah. It's 8.30. We don't have time. Yes, sir. That's why he's the boss. Don't yes, sir. <laughs> oh. Alright, so top five novelty songs. We're going to have our guest, Fallon, go first. You're really writing it as Fallon, aren't you? Oh, I totally am. You totally suck. Okay, which one am I doing first? Top five novelty songs. Novelty songs. Okay. I'm going to warn you all and apologize in advance because I had to really look up what a novelty song was to find out if I even knew any. Um, so number five is The Turkey Song by Adam Sandler. Um, the Ultimate Polka by Weird Al Yankovic. Hold on a second. Aw, you can't keep up? <laughs> and the reason I picked that is because it's like a parody of all of these really good songs that I like and I can't believe we did it to Polka. Can I go now? Alright, go ahead. Um, Amish Paradise. <laughs> well, is this all Weird Al? No, it's not all Weird Al. Amish Paradise. That, that is actually a good one. Um, number two. Ready? Yes. Is, I can't say the word on the air, but it's by Tenacious D. F or something. Blanker. Blanker softly. Blanker softly. <clears throat> And I was actually introduced to that song in high school, and I thought it was hilarious. I was, too. High school. And Eat It by Weird Al. Only because it makes my kid laugh so hard. <laughs> so, there. All right, Crystal. All right. My number five is for my mom because she used to play this all the time for me as a kid. So <gasps> I totally thought of another one. Damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, um, they're coming to take me away, haha, by Napoleon 14. 
I, I absolutely love that song. I'm not going to lie. That is a great song. I grew up listening to that. Well, you know, I, I don't know what happened to you, but I had the 45 of that. And what's funny is, like, when that song came out, it was, like, the height of all the backmasking crap. So, the flip side of that was the same song, but backwards. <laughs> and I just thought that is just pure genius for its time period, you know? Anyways, number four? Number four, I had to put an Adam Sandler song on as well. It's the Hanukkah song. That's a good one. Okay. Number three, I know this is super predictable. But it's bad touch by the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> Bloodhound Gang count as novelty songs? It was Some of them, yeah. Some of them, yeah. Definitely. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. <laughs> Come on. That, that song is, uh, it's a classic. All right, number two. Number two is Taxi Driver by Gym Class Heroes. Wow, that is, you know, I heard that song for the first time, and that was when I kind of knew that the music industry was going to hell. All it is is a bunch of indie and emo band titles put, made, together, put together to form a, a story. Yeah, it's, it's it's clever, but it's just it's I don't clever. Know. I wouldn't listen to it all the time, but I do kind of like it because it's creative. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. And number one is for my fake father. Jewish Princess by Frank Zappa. Really? Mm-hmm. That's a dirty song. Well, Frank Zappa does a lot of dirty songs. Is that with or without the Mothers of Invention? Without. What is it called again? Jewish Princess. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. I need a dirty little Jewish princess. <laughs> <laughs> I need a freaky little Jewish princess. That's kind of funny because I told you like your song was a, a Frank Zappa song, Valley Girl. My Say mom what? suggested that one. All right. So I went. I actually went a little more uh, Doctor Demento with some of these. I'm a little old school. Uh, number five, I have Alan Sherman with Hello Mata, Hello Fada. <laughs> number four, M with Pop Music. Number three, Los Del Rio with Macarena. Number two, Bowling for Soup, 1985. I'm surprised you didn't put Fountains of Wings. Stacy's, that song, I don't really consider it a novelty song. I was going to say, how is that a novelty song? Uh, oh, and number one, Napoleon the 14th with They're Coming to Take Me Away, haha. -ha. <laughs> yeah. Because it's awesome. It is. It's, it's, it is a good it's one. just, it's classic humor. And it's very, uh, very cutting edge for its time. All right, we're going to take a quick musical break, and then I'm actually going to come back with Alyssa and Country's list, because Country is yelling at me right now Throwing a hissy fit. via instant messages. So we're going to do that. We're going to read their list on the air. So right now, here's Chris Brown with Look At Me Now. All right, that was the brand new one from Fall Out Boy. My songs know what you did in the dark. Some of the dumbest song titles come from them and Panic at the Disco. I like, they like the having, song titles. They're like having a competition to see who can get the worst song titles ever. 
My favorite song title is probably These Tables Are Number For A Reason, Honey. You just haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> They're all dumb. The only difference between martyrdom and suicide is press coverage. Didn't they? Didn't they have one called Ada Van Halen or something like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. Anyway, so uh, country and Alyssa's picks for our top five novelty songs. Uh, country. We'll go first with you. Uh, number five, Bobby Pickett with Monster Mash. Number four, David Seville with Witch Doctor. Number three, Napoleon the Fourteenth. They're coming to take me away. Haha. <laughs> number two. Chuck Berry, My Dingaling. <laughs> I forgot about And that. number one, Brian Hyland with Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow That's Polka Dot Bikini. You know, I gotta give him credit. Like, some of those I never would have thought of. Like, My Dingaling, I never would have thought of that oh, one. Yeah. Monster Mash, like, I didn't think of that one. I didn't think of that one. Yeah, like, oh. and I was trying to go for, like, a Dr. Demento sort of thing, and, and he kind of nailed it. Um, and let's see, Alyssa had some good ones too, some, uh, Dr. Demento stuff in there as well. Uh, number five, Chev Woolley, the Purple People Eater. That's a yeah. good one. Number four, Weird Al Yankovic, White and Nerdy. <laughs> of course you picked that one. I um, mentioned that Number yesterday. three, The Trash Men, Surfing Bird. Number two, Aqua, Barbie Girl. And number one, I'm, I'm, I don't think I know this song. Number one, Transylvanians, Time Warp. I don't, do I know that one? I don't they think I know that one. Time Warp. You know, let's do the Time Warp again from Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's like the most popular. How do you work at a gay bar and not know what the Time Warp is? I, you would I know, know it to hear it. I, I may, I don't know. All I know is Meatloaf on a Motorcycle, Tim Curry and Drag. That's all I really know about Rocky Tim Curry Horror Picture Show. Tim Curry and Drag show. is awesome. It is awesome. He's not very attractive, but he's no, awesome. No, you know what, that, that ruins Tim Curry for everybody. Tim Curry is Pennywise the Clown. That's all he'll ever be. Like, I was so disappointed when they put him in Home Alone 2 as the hotel clerk. He was Wait a minute. Barbarian. He was in It? Yeah, he yeah. was Pennywise the Clown. Yeah. He plays Dude's the best villain ever. Great. He's, like, awesome in, in It. Like, and then he was Mr. Thornberry. Nigel Mr. Thornberry. From the Wild Thornberries. Oh, that was him? Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't think I've ever seen it. Thornberries. Same it. time era as the Rugrats. Yeah. It was before London was born, I so really I doubt you watched watch it. I didn't watch it very much because it was, it was like right <laughs> after, it was kind of in between Rugrats and Rugrats All Grown Up, and I kind of stopped watching that stuff at that you time. You see, <laughs> I always kind of thought like Eddie Izzard would be like the next Tim Curry, and oh, then he did, I love Eddie Izzard. and then he did that stupid superhero girlfriend movie with freaking Luke Wilson and uh, Anna Faris. And uh, Uma Thurman was was in it. It, it was, was weird to ridiculous. See him, it was weird to see him as a man in The Riches. Well, he, all his movie roles are, are done as a man. Yeah, but he just does his stand up and. That drag. was the first time I had ever seen him as a man. But he he did a couple like low budget like indie horror films in like the early nineties. They were just fantastic, great villainous sort of character, and he just I don't know he did that. Ex girlfriend or whatever, that superhero movie. It was just ridiculous. Dumb. Oh no, I love Eddie Izzard's stand up. He's like. See, I'm not a big fan of his stand up. I'm not. He's I'm all really over not. the place. 
And you know what's funny? Like, I, I can't stand musicals, but I did like Across the Universe because you know, I'm a hardcore Beatles fan here. He was great in that. He did being for the he was, he, yeah. Mr. Kite. He was good in that. And he's, he's a good singer. And I'm just not a fan of his stand-up, but like great actor. Just kind of ruined it for me when he did that stupid superhero movie. He was a villain in that, though, too. Well, I'm glad I haven't seen that. It's really bad. Look at if I ever come across it, I won't watch it. In fact, I think uh, I think Rain Wilson was in that too, the guy from The Office. Yeah, I know who you're talking. Yeah, you know, he was really funny in The Rocker. I haven't seen. You haven't seen The Rocker? That's a great know. movie. Maybe I don't know. Wait, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. I think I fell asleep. <laughs> Bradley Cooper was in that too, actually. So we were talking about Bradley Cooper earlier. That was a good movie. But yeah. So, anyways, not familiar with the Alyssa's number one, but anyways, so you could find the list on the website as always. I think this is the most list we've ever had for a single episode. Five. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. So the website address is brandonchaos.weebly.com. And uh, you could also check out chaosculture.weebly.com. We went live with that website about two weeks ago now. And uh, we're going to be adding more content. There's a little bit of content up there right now. We'll be adding more as, uh, as we go along. You guys are all quiet all of a sudden. You were talking. You're good you listeners. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk over you. <laughs> I'm not that rude. So. Um. Also, uh, well, since I'm like plugging, we'll plug some more stuff right now. If you guys are looking for something to do this coming week, Wednesday night I will be DJing at the Funky Skunk in Warren, Ohio. Saturday, I will also be DJing at the Funky Skunk in Warren, Ohio. Got two days there this week. Yeah. Be interesting. I've been there a lot lately, DJing. It was kind of weird to have uh, last night off. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. So I stayed at home and packed since I'm moving. <laughs> and didn't really get too far with it because I ended up recording a song. Yeah. I stayed up. All night listening to music. That's what I did for my Saturday night. Drank coffee. We're getting old. Cigarettes. Like, what, what do we do on Saturday nights? We stay home. <laughs> this was my first Saturday night home in a while. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. I usually sneak out after my daughter's asleep and come see you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Awesome. Not sneak out. I had a sitter. <laughs> I eat before I came here and I'm hungry. I had the worst horrible sore throat ever and I'm finally eating again. I like went practically a week without eating so I have to be super careful. My stomach hates me right now. I'm sure. It's good you're feeling better though. Yeah, I can actually talk and I don't sound like I've got something over my face. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Nikki messaged me. Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what she messaged me. That's she was I telling said. you what the yeah. time warps from. That's what I said. I don't know it. How? Oh. Everyone knows the time warp. 
Even if you don't know, if you aren't familiar with Rocky Horror Picture Show, you've probably heard of the Time Warp. Have you ever heard Time Warp Weekends? On. Um. They play that when they plug that they're doing Time Warp Weekends. I've listened to it before, but uh, I've never, I guess I've never noticed it. They don't play the song, but they play a clip of the song. Uh, I don't know. Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is this it? Yes. That's her in down. Yeah. It's a very young season. Oh, she's so hot. Bits and pieces of it. I just remember thinking, like, I have lost all respect for Meatloaf and Tim Curry. <laughs> no. Oh my god, you're a lost cause. You really have no clue. Bend your knees in tights. <laughs> I don't know it that well. <laughs> I do. I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, they I, do a performance of it every Halloween at Cedars. Mm, yeah. Really? No, they like play the movie on Halloween oh. at. Uh, they do live music at Cedars. I think. The zoo. Um, yeah, the, I I honestly do not know that. Sugar, I can't think. At, where did I go and see the movie? The uh, not the movie, the play. Oh hi! hi. Just take my cigarette. <laughs> um, um, the Strand in Zelian Opal is played. I know that. No, it's in Youngstown. Oh, I know. Uh, Rust Belt Theater. Oh okay. They do it. I think. That's maybe. I'm not familiar what? with Rust Belt Theater. The, yes, you are. I am. The B and O station. Oh, is that is that the theater group that's at the B and O? Yeah. Not at the BNO. They rent the something Calvin Center right by the BNO. Uh, yeah. They did um, Living Dead the Musical. I took oh, is that who family was? members mm. to go see that. But it's still a cool <laughs> theater company. Mm, I don't know. There are a couple. I'm not. I'm not a a theater kind of guy. I can't go and watch. I don't know. It's just another creative outlet. How can you be such a fan of music and not back somebody else's creative outlet? I'm, I'm not like putting it down. I'm just, I, I don't understand how, how you can be into it. I would do theater in a heartbeat if I had time. I've done crew. Yeah, I've done crew before. Um, uh, recently, last year. Really? Mm -hmm. I, I, see, I've actually done theater before and it's just, it was boring and dull for me. You're not allowed it's to just... talk about any performances, by the way. No. I've, been, I've done a lot of kid orchestra, too. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool, very cool. So I wanted to get, well, a couple of years ago, I wanted to get into YSU's theater stuff, because mm -hmm. you don't have to be a student, and like uh, Youngstown Playhouse and stuff, mm -hmm. but 
I kind of feel old now. Oh, speaking speaking of YSU, thank you for reminding me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, March 28th, I will be uh, interviewed on YSU's Rookery Radio. Yay. On it was It's a Thursday. It's going to be from 5 to 8. The show's called Control Alt Rock. Thought I'd plug Thanks that. It's, every, it's on every Thursday, but I will be on there on uh, March 28th. We're going to be talking about Planet Chaos. We're going to be talking about Chaos Culture, Girls of Chaos I, Calendar, and uh, we're going to be talking about my music a little bit too. So it's going to be very exciting. Plugs control rock all the time. Could be. You'll have to post a link. Oh, I will, definitely. Definitely. I'm definitely going to be promoting the show for her. She's uh, Her name's Amy Brown. She's a very good friend of mine. and So she's going to be interviewing me about all that stuff. A lot, a lot of exciting stuff coming up for Chaos Culture. Yay. Um, I, I have, I have been working on a lot of great interviews, as well, like interviewing some people. Yeah, for, you've got some exciting yeah. interviews. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, the, the first one that I booked was uh, Jack Russell from Great White. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely going to get into talking about the 10th anniversary of the Rhode Island nightclub fire. Which you were present. Which I was at. I was actually supposed to interview him that night, but... So I'm getting my interview finally, 10 years later. Apparently I'm getting everything I want 10 years later. Aww. <laughs> that's supposed to be cute? <laughs> yes, that's it was. That's kind of cute. <laughs> um, so then I, I... Later that day, after I secured that interview, I got a phone call from Machine Gun Kelly... So I'm going to be interviewing Machine Gun Kelly, which is awesome. I actually got that by, I got a hold of his baby mama's email address and emailed her. Yeah. Any way you can, right? Exactly. And then I contacted uh, Darren Miller, from formerly of CKY. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, and I actually, I took a picture of the convo back cap. and forth. Yeah, screen cap. And uh, posted that. Yeah, Darren Miller, formerly of CKY. We're going to talk about his time with CKY, what he's been doing since then. Um, and he's also, he's very intelligent when it comes to music and uh, mainly hard rock and heavy metal, which is really cool. He's got an opinion about everything. And so we're going to, we're just going to talk about as much as we can. And then um, for Chaos Culture Local, we're gonna, I'm going to be interviewing uh, David Ruzzo, who runs Keeping It Radio, also Which on Spreaker. Is an awesome show. Um, David does a lot of work for the uh, local music scene all over Ohio. It, it isn't just limited to Akron, Youngstown, Cleveland. He does a lot of work in Cincinnati, in Columbus, Dayton, works with a lot of bands all over the place. And he's just, he does a lot of great work, and his show is very entertaining. It's funny. Yeah. And uh, I'm also, it's this is a good possibility. Um, I might be getting an interview with Jay Gordon from Orgy. Yay. Oh, speaking of, isn't there an Orgy show coming up? Yes, Orgy. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to be reviewing the Orgy show in Pittsburgh at the Altar Bar on March 27th with uh, Vampires Everywhere, Davy Suicide. And uh, the new pharmacy. Very cool. It'll be a lot of fun. What time's that show? It's in Pittsburgh, right? Six thirty, I think it starts. The doors open at six thirty, something like that. Do we know if it's sold out yet? I I have no idea. I don't know if it's sold out or not. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of show dates on chaosculture.weebly.com. Um, actually, all kinds of calendar events on there for all kinds of different bars. We got uh, right now we got Peabody's. 
um, the altar bar, and then several local bars from uh, Warren and Youngstown. Yes, yes, country. I said orgy. <laughs> what are we, 12 here? So we are going to be at that orgy show, right? Yes, we will be there. Yay. Actually going to be spending the night. That's going to be crazy because I'm, I'm going to be staying the night in Pittsburgh that night and then rushing home to do this interview in Youngstown. Yeah. But it's going to be a but lot But it's of fun. later, right? The interview's, the interview's at five. That's not too bad. Maybe I'll drive back so you can take it up. Hmm? I said maybe I'll drive back from no, Pittsburgh so you right. can take it up. Taking a day off of work to go. Going for my birthday. That's her birthday present. Orgy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It, we'll, we'll say we'll say ICP was your uh, graduation present. Was it? I no, guess. that was my introduction to you. All right. Um, I'm gonna uh, since we're talking about it, whatever. I'm gonna take a quick musical break, and then we will be back with uh, the top five Adam Sandler films. If I can get this damn song to play. Yeah, yeah. What are we playing? Um, hold on, let me <laughs> try to cue this up. Adam Sandler songs, is that what you said? Oh, Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> okay. Whatever. So, yeah, these guys are good friends of mine. They're in L.A. Um, they're touring with Orgy and Vampires Everywhere right now. Um, they'll be at the Altar Bar on March 27th. I got so many dates in my head, so I keep them all straight. Um... At the Altar Bar in Pittsburgh on March 27th. This is a brand new single. This is Davy Suicide with Kids of America. 